The Little Moose Mountain Wilderness Area is in the western middle section of Adirondack Park, south by southeast of Seventh Lake in the Fulton Chain. The area encompasses over 12,000 acres, but is bordered on all sides by other regions of the Adirondack Park. If you were lost, wandering out of the region would not help facilitate a rescue as you would still find yourself in the heart of the Adirondack Wilderness. The Little Moose Wilderness was in the past and remains a little visited region today. Very few tourists visit the area, as it is one of Adirondack Park's most remote and wilderness-like areas. The peaks of Little Moose and Manbury Mountains are prominent indeed. Much of the land area is made up of the slopes of these peaks. The terrain is mostly steep, rugged, and filled with a thick spruce fir forest. Even at high elevations, views are restricted at best and non-existent most of the time, limiting one's ability to re-establish their bearings from a high vantage point. The Little Moose Wilderness features Sly Pond, one of the highest bodies of water in all of the Adirondacks. At an elevation of 2,872 feet above sea level, it lies just less than 800 feet below the summit of Little Moose Mountain, the highest peak in the area at 3,634 feet. The Little Moose Wilderness Area features the south branch of the Little Moose River and its tributary, Otterbrook. Some areas of the south branch will offer you respite from the rough-hewn terrain, but crossing the river is difficult. Even today, the Adirondack Park Agency warns the south branch of the Moose River on the north and west lacks footbridges and can be challenging to cross and no foot trails lead into the area from the corridor. Public use of this area is low, and the opportunities for solitude very high. It was in this forbidding area four intrepid hunters decided to head out for a deer hunt in October of 1920. Little did they foresee the harrowing ordeal they would soon endure. While summertime temperatures can be pretty comfortable, fall temperatures can plummet below freezing, and early snowfall is not uncommon. Add in a prevalent bear population, and any unfamiliar or stressful situation is cause for concern, and obstacles can quickly escalate that concern to fear. But our four hunters were good woodsmen, Confident in wilderness survival and confident their preparations for the hunt were adequate. All began well as they began their initial drive to their base camp on the shore of beautiful Seventh Lake in the Fulton Chain. After they set up camp, they decided to investigate the Red River section, a dense and potentially dangerous region of big timber not often visited or hunted. This fact appealed to the hunters, as the game would be plentiful. Before they headed out from their base camp for the day, they packed plenty of food and warm blankets in case they found themselves away longer than expected. They followed the distinctive Milo Leach Trail toward the source of the Red River, 
When they reached their destination, they scouted the location for deer tracks, finding the paths the animals used to go to the river and drink. The hunters stayed at their watch after dark, watching without success for their elusive prey. They saw plenty of game, including beaver, rabbits, and even an occasional owl. But they were not tempted by the lesser game in fear of scaring off any nearby deer. Eventually, they abandoned their hunt and decided to walk back to their 7th Lake camp by the moonlight. But following the established trail in the dark proved more challenging than their trek during the daylight. After about half a mile, the group lost the trail. Knowing the lake's general location, they decided to trust their instincts and sense of direction rather than relying upon a compass. They continued to walk through the dense forest, and as time passed, they saw no sign of the lake. Fear began to settle into the four men as they slowly realized they had become lost in the great Adirondacks. Thoughts turned to loved ones back home and wistful desires to be with them. But calmness prevailed, and the men gathered their wits. They all knew the worst thing one could do was to panic. The hunters fanned out from their current location, being extra cautious to stay within speaking distance. They methodically searched for any sign of the trail, but were unsuccessful. They gathered together and decided to settle in for the night to begin their search back to camp anew in the morning. The night was cold, so the men cut balsam bows as bedding, trying not to think of the area's bear population. As they worked in the moonlight, temperatures continued to drop. There was no wind, and the men expected a heavy frost. The hunters were thankful for the blanket they brought, but each man could have used two or more. As they settled in, concern grew about their abilities to find their bearings even in the daylight. They regretted the time they spent tramping along without the trail's guidance, believing they would quickly relocate their path back to camp. Each man recalled past events where men had been lost for days and even weeks without food or supplies. Some never made it out alive. Thoughts of ferocious and hungry bears increased their apprehension. The cold settled into the men. The thought of warming fire was tempting, but thick, dry leaves surrounded them, and they were concerned about starting a forest fire. The men settled into their balsam bows and wrapped themselves into their blankets. They expected a cold and restless night, and they weren't disappointed. The hunters found comfort in their pipes and cigars, but they were thankful for their preparations they could be facing much more dire circumstances. The hunters decided to keep a watch throughout the night to ensure prowling animals remained at a distance. Three men dozed off, but it wasn't easy due to the bone-chilling moisture turning to frost around them. Wild animals howled and barked in the distance, reminding them they were in foreign territory. After a couple of hours, the men on the watch decided to lie down, 
and the men had a restless night. Between elusive minutes of periods of sleep, thoughts of wives and children crept into the minds of the two married men while the single men tried to keep the despair at bay, sadly realizing that no one might miss them if they failed to return. In the early morning hours, the men stirred awake. One claimed he slept not at all, while another disputed his claim. Awakened in the middle of the night by what sounded like a hungry bear, one man grabbed his Winchester, but was relieved to find the noise was loud snoring coming from the individual claiming not to have slept. Dawn found the men tired and with stiff joints from the cold, but the night's misery and despair soon faded, and the group was confident. One man even wanted to begin hunting, but the others convinced him to locate the camp and hunt when they were safe. No one was looking forward to the prospect of spending another night in the deep woods. Reminding each other to stay within sight, they fanned out from their makeshift camp, searching for any sign of the trail. Within minutes, their trepidation turned to joy as they stumbled upon the path only 50 feet from where they slept. They all hollered bursts of celebration, not caring that their excitement most certainly frightened away any nearby deer. Being extremely careful to keep sight of the trail, they found their way back to their Seventh Lake settlement in two hours. Along the way, they discussed their errors. When they first found themselves off the trail, they continued ahead, confident they would pick it up along the way. Without the use of a compass, they veered away from the path and ended up traveling in circles. One would think that the experience might deter them from continuing with their hunt or planning the next expedition, but the successful outcome encouraged them to continue with their hunting adventures. However, each man had realized their mistakes and vowed to be more cautious, lest they find themselves again hopelessly lost in the wild. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild. <laughs>